0: third time's a charm, but this week I'm thinking three strikes and you're out. Uh, Welcome to the St. Canard Files, the Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Mike Russo, and once again with me is Stan. Hi, Stan. Welcome back one more time.
1: Hi, Mike. It's good to be back again, though. Maybe uh, not the triumphant return we expected.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't realize until about five minutes ago when I talked to you that both of us don't like the third installment of the Fluffy Trilogy very much, unfortunately. We're kind of going out with a dud here.
1: A bit of a dud, though. I'll give it some credit. It's still better than the big snooze.
0: Mm, yeah, I'll I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That one was a really weird one. Um, but before we dive into all of that craziness, um, this isn't going to be the last time you're going to be on with me, uh, Stan. Uh, Will has been really busy lately. Um, want to tell our listeners why, Stan? Uh, sure. So Will
1: ended up becoming a agent for voice actresses Jenny Kwan and Olivia Hack. And he's been representing them at different conventions.
0: So he has been super busy. Um, this won't be the last time Stan is on with me because of that. We're going to wrap up 2021 after this with one more comic and then a year wrap up. So you guys will not be hearing Will again until 2022. We miss you, buddy. I hope you come back soon. Um, after that, we should be getting into the Boom and Joe books comics, but, you know, bear with us. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I'm very happy for Will. I'm sure you are too, Stan. Yep. So he still edits the episode, so hopefully he's listening to this. Uh, um, but yeah, that's his news. We, we wish him well. And um, so we also, we don't have too much Darkwing Duck news this week. Uh, we were lucky to get the Negaduck uh, Beast Kingdom information last time. Although between then and now, uh, you got yours.
1: My uh, Negaduck uh, Q-fig. Q-Fig.
0: Yeah, let me fix that. Yeah, it's the Q-Fig. Tell us about it, since you actually got it.
1: So it's a little smaller than I expected it to be, and it wasn't in a window box, which I was a little disappointed at, but I love this thing. The head sculpt is phenomenal. The paint is perfect.
0: Yeah, you have to take it out of the box in order to actually see it, don't you? Yeah. Mm, Yep. How small is it?
1: It's, uh, I'd say it's maybe three inches tall. Oh, so it's dinky. Like, maybe four or five at the most. It's not very big. Like, it, it's a little smaller than the Darkwing Playmates
0: figures. Oh, so it's even smaller than, like, the Funko Action figure, too. Than the Pops, yeah. No, I mean the, the Funko Action figure, the Darkwing one.
1: Oh, I think it's right around the same size as that, because okay. I think that was smaller than the Playmates as well.
0: But I guess the stand kind of beefs it up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Well, now, I'm it does glad... look
1: really nice on the shelf, though.
0: Well, I'm glad those things are finally coming out. They beat—they beat the Darkwing out.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yes, he did. Do you think the Darkwing is going to make it out before the end of the year?
1: I hope so, but considering we are in the last month of the year, my uh, my faith is dwindling.
0: Hmm. What a year. So much that we were hoping would come out has been delayed for one reason or another. Yeah. yeah all this 2021 merchandise is all going to be hitting in 22. Uh, but we'll discuss all of that in a couple of weeks when we do our year wrap-up. There's plenty to talk about. Oh, yeah. More than last year, for sure. At least in terms of merchandise. Um, so the only like big news to really speak of is that a friend of ours... Um, Posted on YouTube a 30th anniversary Darkwing Duck retrospective. Um, Tim Partridge, you guys might remember him. He was on a bunch, several episodes. Um, he was on Dry Hard with me and Will. And he was also on a couple of other bonus episodes. But he spent a lot of time um, editing, narrating, and um, writing a 30th anniversary retrospective that he posted just a few days ago When we, as of this recording. Um, his YouTube um, account, at least the YouTube account he uses, is called um, Oliver Harper, and it's called Darkwing Duck 1991 to 1992 Retrospective slash Review. Um, Stan, you want to tell the listeners a bit about this retrospective?
1: So it basically goes into the history of Disney animation to start with and how Darkwing got his origins in terms of like how the show got put together, you know, goes over a lot of the the major parts of what makes Darkwing, you know, tick. It's really in-depth and I highly recommend people give it a, a listen. It's yeah. about 55 minutes.
0: Yeah, it goes pretty quick, though. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't miss anything. He, I mean, like he said, he starts at the very beginning um, about Disney TV animation. He talks about the whole Double O Duck thing. I mean, he has interviewed Tadstones, He does know his stuff. He talks uh, briefly about the animation, a little bit about the music and the theme song and the characters, the voice actors. He he, he hits pretty much everything. Yeah, he talks Even,
1: about uh, gives a certain podcast a shout out at one point.
0: Yeah, we're mentioned very quickly at one point. Absolutely. And he uh talks a bit about like, you know, what's happening with Darkwing Duck since then. Um yeah, he it's pretty much everything you'd want out of a Darkwing Duck retrospective. Uh and it's doing really good on, his, on the page he's on. It's got almost 20,000 views, uh which is great.
1: Yeah, it, I can verify that's that's pretty spectacular for a video just starting out like one of my videos just hit
0: ten thousand, yeah, and um, you know our YouTube page hasn't been you know that successful with hits, but we're spread out so in you know, so many uh, podcast apps, and we're on YouTube too that a lot of our listeners and viewers are spread out pretty thin, you know, yeah uh, but twenty thousand for something that's only been up for five days is pretty amazing,
1: yep, yeah, so congrats, it, Tim.
0: yeah, it shows there's a lot of love for this character. People are excited. Like, for some reason, articles about the Seth Rogen reboot that were published last November, like, are popping up all over the place. Like, all of a sudden, people want to talk about this. Yeah, the hype's real. But there's still no information, like, at all. There's, like, nothing to go on. Yeah. Like, Even the Rescue Rangers, uh, you know, that that little uh, tidbit, that really wasn't an official announcement. That was just a sneaky little thing for fans. Right. Like Disney's been very uh, quiet with what they're doing here. So it'll be really interesting to see what they do. Well,
1: I'm hoping for the best with it.
0: Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. I haven't heard great things about this Rescue Rangers movie. I've heard it might be a bit of a disaster, and I've heard that from very good sources. So I'm hoping that Darkwing turns out better, but I guess we're just really going to have to wait and see, won't we? Yep. Darkwing got super lucky on DuckTales. I hope whatever happens next carries that momentum. Hopefully by this time next year, we'll have a pretty good idea what we're getting. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean it took DuckTales a few years to get going once we found out about it. So, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. 2022 might be a pretty good year for Darkwing. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's going to be. Yes. So, um I think we put this off as long as we possibly can. Should we talk about Fluffy?
1: Yeah, let's talk about Fluffy.
0: All right. So, this is the third and final part of the Fluffy trilogy. It is called Fluffy's Reign of Terror. This is a two-part story. Um, Part one was published in a February 1994 issue of Disney Adventures. The second part was published in March 1994. Do you think these could have been like some of the last Darkwing stories in Disney Adventures?
1: I think there were still quite a few more that... That got done after, if memory serves me right.
0: Well, we haven't hit the Chaos God yet. That's a few months from now. Right. So you're you're absolutely right. But it's funny how, like, Darkwing Duck didn't just go away just because the show is over. I mean, when you think March 94, Bonkers is coming gone, Goof Troop is coming gone, Darkwing's been over for almost two years, and, like, Aladdin's right around the corner, and they're still publishing Darkwing comics. I think...
1: Darkwing comics were in Disney Adventures up until 96
0: or 97. Wow. New ones or reprints? Uh, new ones. Oh, wow. I didn't know he stuck around that long. Still, that's pretty good.
1: Well, it goes to prove even back then he had staying power.
0: Yeah, he—he he def- I think he was one of the most popular comics. They, did, they definitely did the most of him, right?
1: Yeah, he was the most published uh, comic in Disney Adventures with 35 stories.
0: And, of course, he's on the cover of every uh, one of the Marvel issues, too. Yeah. Even even he horned in on Baloo's one cover. <laughs> yes, he did. He, he's on there. Um, so, Stan, who is our, our writer and artist again?
1: We have the team of Doug Gray and David Schwartz back again for the final part of Fluffy.
0: So Schwartz is fine. I mean, the characters don't seem to have the crazy irises anymore. He's finally stopped doing that. Um, The expressions are pretty good. I think think he's doing fine. Um, That's more than I can say about Grey. I don't know what happened with this one. But this one, I wouldn't say crashes and burns, but it's really, really, it's a poor story. Especially considering I really like the last one, the cat in a hot tin suit. I like that one. Yeah. This one, though, is, uh, I don't know, it starts off strong. I think part one, which is a, much shorter than part two. Part one is okay. Part one is fine. Everything just falls apart in part two, though. Yeah. And um, so I guess we should start talking about it. Um, one thing I want to say right off the bat, I haven't been able to picture a voice For Fluffy in my head so far, especially because he's, especially because in the first one he was lisping, so I kind of thought Sylvester, but it doesn't quite work with this character. But the first page or so, you know what voice I was hearing in my head? What voice? Sideshow Bob. Huh. Kelsey Grammer, if you will. Yeah. I mean, there's just something about the first page. As he's just relaxing in his cell and he says hello, hello, So like genial to these uh, two um police officers. Yeah, And it definitely feels like sideshow Bob. So that's kind of the voice I had in my head throughout this entire comic. Do you have any particular voice for this character when you when you read it?
1: Honestly, I kind of pictured a slightly deeper voiced version of Pinky from Pinky in the
0: Brain. Oh, so you give him a British accent? Well, not a British accent. Oh, maybe. oh. well Pinky was kinda of cockney a little bit.
1: Okay, then that's probably not the best
0: uh, analogy, but
1: <laughs> like like I pictured him sounding Did, like I will take over the world. So are I you like may-
0: that. are you considering maybe brain?
1: Uh, if it's Brain, then it's got to be a
0: higher-pitched version of Brain. Cause... Oh, he is a little cat. He probably does have a bit of a high-pitched voice. But for some reason, I was just thinking side Joe Bob. So let's start this story. Uh, Stan, how does this story start?
1: So we start off in the St. Canard Penitentiary. Same and... one as last time? Yep, and there's a couple guards who are heading to the cell of Prisoner 133-546-78 also known as Fluffy.
0: I wonder if those numbers mean something.
1: I'm not sure, but, you know, they. I figured I'd call attention to them because it is a neat little detail.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: But apparently these guards are allowed to comment that he's cute without getting, uh, getting the tirade from him.
0: Well, we're supposed to think he's been rehabilitated. True. So they they he's he's been pardoned. He's a free man or a cat. Yeah. What happened? with those fifteen life sentences. He must have been really good behavior. Well,
1: apparently Sydney and Dave think he's changed.
0: Uh, these guys see another, another Simpsons connection. They kind of remind me of like really dumb Springfield cops. Yeah. Like the big yeah, one could. eat I do. Big could
1: kind of Lou and Eddie.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or maybe the big guy could be Chief Wiggum, but either way, they're they're pretty. These guys are pretty dumb. Uh, they give Fluffy back his uh, his suit and his opposable thumb gloves. Which it's,
1: brings me to another quick question: Wasn't the super suit dismantled?
0: It's been a year since they wrote the second part. Maybe they forgot. <laughs> it's possible. But they give him his suit. They give him actually like a real suit and tie that he wears over his suit of armor. Um,
1: As well as all his weapons, including a thermonuclear device that he has a license for.
0: And eight dozen tennis balls. Yep. Because, you know, he's a cat. Yep. So they wave goodbye to this cat. They wave goodbye to Fluffy. And one of the guards is like, we do good work here, Ed. Good work. (laughs) Yeah. So that is very, that's very Simpsons. They They let this cat go when he's clearly still a villain. And they're patting themselves on the back for it. Yeah. But speaking of Simpsons, we actually yeah. get a Simpson reference, like that a straight out it. Simpson reference. Because what are uh, Launchpad and Darkwing Drake that is watching on TV?
1: Well, they don't show it, but somebody <laughs> says, "Eat my shorts."
0: And Launchpad thinks is this, this is the height of comedy. He is falling all over himself um you know they got the living room really well drawn but then again schwartz was a storyboard artist for the show so yeah. i mean this is straight out this is the living room with the staircase the the curtain the, the couch everything this is perfectly drawn Um, uh, which is rare for the comic they kind of made up things as they went along yeah um so what's what happened the show got interrupted so we never found out what bart did did we um no. what's going on So
1: Newsflash has interrupted the show. Apparently hundreds of people are disappearing from St. Canard.
0: So, of course, Drake wants to investigate. He says, let's get curious. No, let's get dangerous. And no entrance line either in this one.
1: No, but DW can't stand by while hundreds of potential fan club members evaporate like steam milk.
0: That is so Darkwing Duck. It is. And there's some good facial expressions on him in this first part. Like Schwartz, like is nailing him on this one. Yeah. Uh so they're looking around and they find this weird green snow
1: on the ground, which is
0: weird because it wasn't it's supposed to snow today, and it's June. It's June. Um, so Fluffy shows up. Do you yep. notice um there's a buckle on Darkwing's hat? Around the around the black band around it. I did not notice that. Kind of like he's wearing a pilgrim hat. Huh. I wonder if Schwartz has done this from day one. This is the first time I've noticed it. But yeah, oh, there's like a, a square right. a buckle on the on the black band of his hat. But anyway, anyway, so Fluffy shows up. Yeah. And great bl- gadsby, not him. It blows up the rat catcher for the second time. In two comics. Yeah, but this time Darkwing is like, he's he's mourning this vehicle. Yeah, very oddly. He's cradling the seat and he's crying over it. And
1: it even gets to Launchpad, who decides to snap him out a bit by throwing some of the green snow at him.
0: And Darkwing throws it back in his face. Yep. And then they suddenly just run off, like, yep. and, randomly. They run off and where and, do they end up? Well... Twelve hours later, okay, they end Spo- up... Okay, Spongebob narrator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they end up in the wilds of Canada.
0: So Canada, basically.
1: <laughs> yep, and we get a character who we haven't seen in any of these fluffy comics, and they're only going to be here
0: for this one scene. And only two, only two panels and two lines of dialogue. Yep. It's Gosling. Because I guess they can't move away without taking Goslin with them. True enough. She's—I feel like she's barely in these comics, man. At least the ones we've talked about recently. Yeah. Like I want—I wonder what the deal is with like just the launchpad, Darkwing, heavy focus, and so little Goslin. Oh, even the I... even in '94, they're kind of ignoring her. I have
1: a feeling Goslin may show up in our next
0: comic. I hope so. I want to see more Goslin. We haven't talked about her in a while. So they're starting to realize, what are they doing? Why are they in Canada? Why did they build themselves a log cabin? Because they obviously built one because you see Launchpad hammering nails in the window. Yeah. So it, I feel like it's got to be more than 12 hours if they built a whole freaking log cabin.
1: <laughs> well, uh, apparently they thought of moving out there after their snowball fight.
0: And then they realize something happened and Darkwing assumes it's some sort of mind control powder. Yep,
1: and he's not
0: wrong. No,
1: that is Fluffy's plan. Yep. Fluffy has created what he calls flea powder.
0: And it's the um it activates the manifest destiny lobe and makes yeah. everybody want to move thousands of miles away.
1: Weird so thing a- though, he refers to people as humans. Yeah.
0: I mean, the, these shows have done that. You know, I know episodes of like DuckTales and Goof Troop. They do use the term human. I, I get it. I get why. But you know, you, you know all these characters are ducks or dogs yeah. or pigs. Um, so actually, this wraps up part one. Yep. Like very short, only a handful of pages, and we're already done with part one.
1: One thing we didn't mention yet, though, is Fluffy has lost the list. There's no lisp
0: in his speech this time either. No explanation still. Nope. Maybe he just he took those voice lessons, voice coaching. I'd
1: like to think so. That's what uh, Joe Books had happen, right?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they said. But again, like my theory last week, I'm pretty sure they changed it so kids would have an easier time reading it. Yeah. Because could you imagine all of this dialogue written as lisps? That would be tough. Yeah. So the following month, March of 94, we get part two. Yep,
1: which actually has a subtitle to
0: it. Yes. Fluffy's Reign of Terror. And say it again. I'm sorry. Home is where the hate is. So I'm going to mention Tim Partridge again. The very first page of part two would drive him crazy. (laughs) <laughs> because the Arda Bay bridge is right there on the, the the splash panel, this thing has at least four sets of towers. How many oh. does the tower have on uh, the bridge have on the show? I'm not entirely
1: sure. I two pairs. To... Okay,
0: and I know it drove Tim crazy at the one on Ducktales uh, 2017 and a whole bunch of them, like two or three. This has got four, at least, able. what I'm able to see. Um, Something not a big deal, but, you know, if you're really a stickler for that kind of thing, it would drive you crazy. Yeah. So what's happening? How does part two begin, apart from this crazy bridge?
1: So DW and LP are making their way through the throngs of people on the bridge.
0: Everyone leaving town.
1: Yep. And we get a new vehicle.
0: Yeah. What does he call it? The the River Rat Catcher. You know, Darkwing was supposed to have a speedboat. Originally. Yeah. I
1: think Negaduck had
0: a boat, didn't he? Negaduck does have a a speedboat. Yeah, he has a helicopter as well. Darkwing doesn't have one of those. Uh, a monster truck. a monster truck. Launchpad even mentions, I didn't know you had one of these. So he kind of says what the audience is thinking. You have one of these? You know? So what happens next?
1: Well, cats are waiting for DW, but DW distracts them with a whole bunch of fish.
0: Yeah, that works. Um, and this is when the ep- the story episode. This is when the story takes a nose dive in the most depressing kind of way. Because Before
1: or after the the boy scouts told the be prepared from DW. What? <laughs> I said before or after the Boy Scouts stole the motto B Prepared"
0: from D.W. Oh, I guess I guess it's after because <laughs> who who shows up?
1: So the uh, MegaVolt
0: Liquidator and Bushroot show up. Now this would be great because I I love these guys. No, 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 Quackerjack. But I think there's a reason. Um, uh, I
1: think Will probably should be thankful Quacker Jack is not in this issue because they do this trio of villains so dirty in this story.
0: First of all, they don't even need to be here. Like, they actually hurt the story by being here. Like, they have no place in the story. It's like they're here because they're like, they felt like they had to put these guys in. Like, they want, like, let's put Megavolt in there and Bushroot and Liquidator, but they don't need to be in the story, first of all. Right. and. And, like, their dialogue is weird. Yeah. Like, I cannot hear their voices in my head at all. Um. So, and they're, like, chasing the cats, and it's, like, just weird. And they're, they decide to not, like, a fight Darkwing, but they're just going to make fun of them.
1: Yeah. It's so out of character for them, it hurts.
0: Yeah. The drawings of them are good. Yeah. Like. They look great, but they're not acting like themselves. Nope. So, meanwhile, Fluffy sees that Darkwing has come back to town. He's uh, yeah. he's going after a mouse, kind of like Scar from The Lion King, getting ready to eat it.
1: Yeah. But once he sees DW returns, I guess Jerry gets to live another
0: day. <laughs> Lucky mouse. Yeah. Um, so, the three bad guys start picking on Darkwing. Bushroot takes his hat.
1: Yeah, like a smacking smacking on terror
0: or shudder. Yeah, it's, and Megavolt calls him a fathead. And they're yep. playing keep away with the hat. It's just it's dumb. It's really dumb. Like if it was a show, Megavolt would just zap him and that's it. Yeah. Or they would they would want to team up with him. Like where's all the people, Darkwing? What's going on? Save us, Darkwing. And he would he would team up with them for a while. Yep. Here they have just no place in the story. And this is when the story loses me completely. So you, you tell everybody what happens next, Dan. So a blast hits
1: everyone. And Darkwing, introduce, Darkwing introduces the flippant free to Fluffy. And well, Why? No, go ahead. I was going to ask, though. Do you know what's going on
0: with Bushroot in that one panel? Yeah, why is he just... First of all, why is the panel horizontal, first of all? And secondly, why is he jumping up and screaming when he's not doing... When nothing made him do that?
1: Yeah, I couldn't really understand that myself.
0: Like, Launchpad's talking to the three villains, you know, having a conversation about Fluffy... And then all of a sudden, Bushroot just has a freak out for one panel. And then he's fine. And then yep. Fluffy shows up. Um. So Liquidator goes after Fluffy. What does Fluffy do to him? He uses a
1: giant lamp to turn him into a cloud.
0: And that's. Liquidator kind of floats around as a cloud for a while. And well, then Bushroot forever. and Mega. For <laughs> poor Liquidator. Um, But then Bushroot and Megavolt have a weird exchange. Bushroot says, shall we regroup, Mr. Volt? And Megavolt says, an excellent suggestion, Mr. Bush. First of all, Megavolt and Bushroot have never had screen time together like that. Even though they're part of the Fearsome Five, they never really interact. Have you noticed that on the show?
1: Yeah, I've seen Bushroot teamed up with Liquidator before, and I've seen Megavolt with Quackerjack. I've never seen those two teamed up by themselves.
0: Or even have much dialogue with each other. Yep. Um, but to call him Mr. Vault and Mr. Bush, first of all, Mr. Bush, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, so Fluffy, the, the villains flee. Fluffy goes after Darkwing with a giant pair of scissors. Yep. He also
1: explains that once a person is exposed to flea powder, they are immunized to further exposure.
0: And he also explains that it doesn't work on the villains, probably because, you know, A, Bushroot and Liquid are elementals. It's probably not going to work on them. They're not really human anymore. Yeah. And Megavolt, I kind of see it too. This is probably why Quackerjack wasn't here.
1: That's a good point, because... You know, he's not mutated like the others.
0: Yeah, so it would have worked on him. So it probably did work on him. That's why he's not there. Um so Quackerjack kinda got the short end of the stick. But I'm sure Will is happy. If he does end up reading this, he'll he'll know why. Yeah. Um so Darkwing throws on a beard and acts like a psychiatrist. After um, he tried to
1: distract him with another fish.
0: Yeah, and the dialogue is written like he's German. Yeah. Which I can totally hear Jim Cummings doing. Don't forget yeah. in Days of Blunder at the very end, Darpin goes, you is getting sleepy, quicker Jack. Same voice. Yeah. He's If Jim was reading this dialogue, it would sound just like that. Um, so I could see the scene working, psychoanalyzing the the kitten, the fluffy. Yeah. Um then meanwhile we get this nonsense with Bushroot and Megavolt going trying, up in a giant mushroom
1: trying to rescue Liquidator they're they're planning to use dry ice to turn him into a a rain cloud.
0: Yeah, so they go up in this really big mushroom. Yeah. And so launchpad tricks the cats into scratching the stem of the mushroom. Yeah. Which they do and it crashes.
1: And Liquidator just floats
0: away. And he says, alone again, naturally. Yep. Okay. Uh, Meanwhile, Fluffy finally gets a load of Darkwing scent and realizes he's being played for a fool. Yeah. And goes after him with a gigantic missile.
1: Yep, which DW catches it with his cape and it yanks him off the page.
0: And very much like the cartoon. Yeah, this is this is what I, I see Schwartz's work on the this, this show coming through in this these three panels. He catches the missile in his cape, the middle panel. It's pulling him off screen. His head is still there, but it's stretching his neck. And the third panel, he's reaching back into the panel to grab his hat. That's yep. very that's very Chuck Jones like that totally would be from the show. I love that little bit of physical comedy. We don't get enough of that in the comics cuz there isn't time for it you know they don't have time for those kind of jokes right. so i'm i'm happy to see it so um what's going on next fluffy is mad yep
1: and he's searching for dw high and low
0: his eyes are like blood red he's got these sharp teeth he is he is mad
1: yep unfortunately so- he didn't look in the right spot where dw is with a bazooka
0: I think the same one, since he caught it. It's the oh, one I he thought was, it
1: was a missile that he shot him with.
0: It's the same design as the one Fluffy shot at him. See, okay. so it looks like he caught it and threw it back at him. So it blows up the, the street right in front of Fluffy. And even though you think it missed him, it blew a bus up in the air, and the bus crushes Fluffy. Yeah. With was a big pink squish.
1: Though, Fluffy is apparently not injured and not even unconscious.
0: It's a Darkwing Duck. You know, its characters get smushed all the time.
1: Though, when it's revealed that Fluffy's okay, LP says he'll just wait in Duckburg.
0: Oh, all right, Launchpad. Whatever, man. <laughs> um, and uh, so Launchpad is carrying all, well, Megavolt and Bushroot, not Liquidator. I guess, he's, I guess he never did come down. Nope. Um, so how do we end this shindig?
1: Well, Fluffy surrenders. He's upset. He The cats don't listen to him and he misses his pals in prison.
0: <sighs> Fluffy goes very easily, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, at least in the first one, he was sucked into a uh, street sweeper and Darping Cap, you know, caught him in his cape. The second and third parts, he just tends to kind of give up. Well, the second part, You know,
1: Darkwing caught him from death, so I'll excuse that one, too.
0: But that's the end of Fluffy. Darkwing ends the story by calling him a nut bar. Well, or is that that Fluffy saying that?
1: Fluffy saying that because Darkwing says these are a few of the 31 flavors of justice served up by Darkwing Duck.
0: Oh, and he says, who is he talking to? Oh, I mean, it's a hero thing, and Fluffy says, "What a nut bar!" Yep, and
1: that is how we end the story.
0: What a what a groaner! What a nut bar! <laughs> yeah. And um, so yeah, as you could tell by the way we've handled this story, we were kind of all over the place with it. Uh, it doesn't do anything for us. It starts off strong, and I think the main reason it falls apart is because I stuck the supervillains into the story. It, yeah. they, they don't work. They do not work. They don't need to be in this, and it hurts the story. Yep. And I hate saying that considering I love the supervillains. Like, I love them. I, initially, I was glad they showed up, but then I realized it wasn't going to help. And, you know, and... You no, know, I'm glad they brought Fluffy back in the Joe Books comics. I'm glad they brought him back, but unfortunately, you know, make Darkwing Comics, hashtag, yep. um, we don't know what ha- what's going to happen with Fluffy you know we want to see what's going on um and i believe the last time we see fluffy in the joe books comics they're working on some sort of robot
1: Yep, him and uh, another character but well, i was going to say another character that you guys will get into i didn't want
0: oh, it's be surprise a, still a while from now though so true um so how would you rate this story so the story itself
1: I'm somewhere between a two and a two and a half.
0: Okay. Why is that?
1: Like, the first part, as you said, does start out pretty strong, but it's the second part just falls completely flat on its face. I mean, I'm not going to say there's nothing of value in the second part. I mean, there's a couple nice moments, like with the Chuck Jones-esque gag with, with Darkwing catching the missile. And, you know, certain bits of dialogue, like the 31 Flavors or Darkwing impersonating a psychiatrist. I think if they had not had the villains in this story and just focus it on Darkwing and Launchpad trying to stop Fluffy, I think it would have been a stronger story.
0: Yeah, well, all the strengths you just listed were stuff that has nothing to do with the villains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it a two. Um, same reasons. I think it starts off strong, you know, weird two panel inclusion of Goslin aside. It starts off strong and then falls apart when those villains show up completely. Yeah. They're not written right. They don't need to be in the story. A few of the gags, the ones you mentioned, do help it and make it readable. But it's one of those comics. If I never read it again, I'd be okay. Yeah. It's not the worst Darkwing comic I've ever read, but it it isn't good. So, yep. But we do have to finally rate Fluffy. Now that we've seen his entire story, at least this, this era of Darkwing comics, we've seen his entire story. Now but we can finally rate him. So, so, so
1: why don't you go first on
0: this one? I'm going to give Fluffy a two and a half, which... It seems kind of low, but in reality, it's really just average. There's not much to him because he's a cat. And I just feel like maybe if we just gotten like the best of all three stories mixed into like one story, he might have been stronger. But by the end of this one, I was kind of getting sick of him. Yeah, because it's just like his story. I felt I felt was over after part two. And I probably would have given him a three if I just had to do part one and two. But there's just, eh, he's just, he doesn't do much for me. Like he's just a little orange cat in a tin suit. And he's, maybe if he was in a car, one of the episodes and he had a funny voice and they did more with him. But he's just. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's fluffy. He's just, there's a few funny jokes. I think the stuff with Al in part two is very funny. But they couldn't continue that momentum in part three. Right. Like, and it's just, there was no reason to do a part three. And that's it. I'll give him a two. He's, he's honestly, he's no one's favorite Darkwing Duck villain. I mean, he's more memorable than Poker Face. (laughs) What? I said I was in a comic, yeah, whatever. Um, what's your what's your score for Fluffy? So I actually would give Fluffy a free, ok. Why is that? So
1: obviously, this story kind of aside. The first two parts to his story, I felt were fairly strong, you know, and I like the fact that he evolved along those first two stories like you know he started out as just a super intelligent cat and by the second story he fashions himself an actual super suit to go you know toe-to-toe with Darkwing
0: but that's where it should have stopped
1: that's where it should have stopped I think if if that had been where it stopped I probably would have given Fluffy a four but with this third story it it really just didn't need to
0: exist. Yeah. like nothing in this story needed to exist. Like they went in, uh, again, they went into it with good intentions, but I think it just, it ran out of gas really fast. Yeah. Okay. So that's fluffy. We will see him again someday. Yeah. And that wraps up this trilogy. So Stan, anything else you want to, any shout outs, anything you want to talk about before we go?
1: I think I'll I'll just give a shout out to Will Santana for his success in his new uh, business venture.
0: Yeah, congrats, Will. Very awesome of you. I'm glad. I'm glad. That's something I think he he wanted to do for a while, so I'm glad it worked out for him. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll get him back on the podcast soon. Hopefully. Me me and him have not done one together in a couple of months now. We got to get going with this. Um, um, last
1: time but, you guys did one was the uh, top the 10 episodes,
0: top, yeah. That was like mid October. Christmas is almost here, man. Yep. Um, so anyway, you know, let's let's start wrapping up. We are the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You could find us on all podcast apps Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, um, Podcast Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or you can also watch us on iTunes. Um, You can also watch us on YouTube. (laughs) This this story has definitely fried my brain. I can't wait to tackle something different. Um, And you can join our um, uh, social media uh, groups on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. And thank you, Stan, for taking care of at least two of those for us. Um, And I guess that's the end for today. We'll catch you next week. I don't know exactly which comic we are doing yet, but we'll hit you up with one more comic in 2021, and then after that, for the last week of the year, we're going to wrap up by talking about um, Darkwing Duck in 2021, what happened, what kind of merchandise we got, um, his appearance on DuckTales, and finish up the year that way. Yeah. So, um, all right, Stan, so I guess that brings us to the end of this one.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So until until next week, uh, stay dangerous.
1: Stay dangerous, everybody.
0: Good night.